0: Hey guys, today we're doing something kind of different. As you may or may not know, August 3rd, Sammy Sweetheart is returning to Jersey Shore family vacation. This is the first time she's coming back to the franchise in 11 years, over a decade. As a a Jersey girl, I'm very excited
1: to to just like get into everything Jersey Shore. Do you have thoughts as to why she's finally
0: coming back? Like how much did they pay this girl? I mean, a lot. Well, we're actually, we actually are going to get into all of that, Mm -hmm. though. That's um, a little teaser. We're going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to save the ugly for a little bit later because we don't want to be like a buzzkill off the bat. But yeah, they had to have shelled out a ton of money to get Sammy back. And what I think is funny, we're obviously recording this and airing this before the premiere actually happens, which is uh, August 3rd. Mm -hmm. But the promo is like showing Angelina in a car and she's like, I need another girl on my side. I'm going to text Sam and she texts Sam and everyone like, as if this wasn't like the negotiation of the century to get this girl back on the show. Well, and so is this
1: like a new, have they done like a Jersey Shore family vacation Season before this is just the new season of like a new iteration of them as adults. Oh God, it's okay. So,
0: yes. So they obviously had the first six seasons of Jersey Shore that ran mm-hmm. from 2009 to 2012 was a phenomenon. They yes. did like some like one-off spin-off thing. Didn't Snooki and JWoww have a show or they oh, talked yeah. about it? No, no, they did. It was called Snooki and JWoww. That, but that's not what I was referring to. Oh, there was um before Family Vacation. There were like these one-off spin-off specials Mm -hmm. i guess they were testing the waters to see it was like the time period where like everything was nostalgia like yeah there were no new shows everything was just like repeating old shows so i think they were testing the waters out to see how much fans wanted them back people did want them back and then they came out eventually with uh the family vacation series season one of the vacation series is really good because like there are people in the cast still willing to be like train wrecks like ronnie is openly cheating on his girlfriend in season one it's like mm-hmm. real actual shit happening and then after that they the it is like truly painful to watch like my husband and i really put up a long hard fight to keep going with this series but it was pretty bad um the storylines are very forced and...
1: Right, well, that was going to be my question.
0: Like, do these people, you know, like these people obviously
1: were all put in this house as nobodies and were just like reckless degenerates, which really got Jersey Shore to like where it is today. But it's like now they're, they're career reality stars. They're all living their own lives, like married with babies. I, I was My question was like, how much time did these people really spend with each other not filming the show that they would have real drama to even talk about.
0: I mean, it's uh, right now, I think we're watching like eight actors on the screen. Like, I don't actually think we're watching. I think these people know what it takes to make a successful show because they've done it before. But I think when they did it before, I don't think like Dina was purposely getting arrested in the middle of um, Seaside. Right. For ratings. I think that just happened.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting and I feel like a lot of people are talking about this just like with the whole Vanderpump thing too. Like I feel like Jersey Shore hit at the perfect time, right before you mm-hmm. really could make a career as a reality star the hills was around the same time the hills was a little bit before but i i do agree with you that like they didn't know what that what they could become by acting the way they're acting but now in like it's impossible to recreate that sort of lightning in a bottle thing and i feel like they try to do it on vanderpump they're trying to do it on jersey shore and they're even trying to do it i don't know if you keep up with like real housewives of new york they rebooted a new one but like people's biggest complaint is like okay these people are just like women that they force together to be housewives. None of them have previous relationships or like our friends, but they know now we know like the playbook to be a successful reality star. So they're right. all kind of like forcing it and making like just playing it up larger than life. But we don't want to see that. So it's just like this weird dichotomy of like people know how to be reality stars now and they're trying to do it, but it's like you can't be trying to be a reality star to be a reality star. And Jersey Shore hit it right at the perfect time where these people I really think did not understand what they would become.
0: Right. So it doesn't have that authenticity that it used Mm -hmm. to have that made it so successful. I'm pretty sure it's like, the top or one of the top, if not the top show on MTV, which is like mind boggling. Because if you actually I think this new season with Sammy, we're gonna get to the Sammy and everything in a minute. Mm-hmm. I think this will do well because having her come back is going to like, resuscitate the franchise. But these past seasons, it has been I'm trying to think of an example, like, okay, so situation going to jail. Which Mm. in itself that was a real storyline and that was actually really dramatic. They dragged that on for like three separate episodes. And it would be like Jenny and Snooki talking. So is he gonna go to jail? I don't know. Like, do you think he's gonna go to jail? Like end scene. And then Dina and Vinny talking in another room, like, but what have you talked to Mike? Like what's going on with Mike? And then like (laughs) It would make it seem like you're going to find out at the end of the episode by like the the previews Mm -hmm. and shit. And then it would do a cliffhanger. And you're like, wait, I literally just watched a half hour of people questioning if this guy's going to jail. And you're not going to find out that he goes to jail until three weeks from now. And that was with every storyline. They talked about Angelina's wedding for like a year. Oh That's what I had to throw in the towel. I'm like, I'm I'm out. Oh my god. It's giving it is giving the hills in that
1: like I feel like a lot of the hills, especially at the end, was just like different people getting lunch, like having the same conversation <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again be like, Wow, Frankie's party. Wow. Yeah. Frankie's party. There's actually a video from like when I was maybe fourteen or sixteen, somewhere around that time where we were I was doing we made like a parody video of the hills and it's literally like this week on the hills. And we're like, <laughs> Oh my god, really? Yeah. And then it's like, and now The Hills. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Next week yeah. on The Hills. It's just that. <laughs> Maybe I'll post it in the Facebook group or something if I can find it. Honestly, it's what, its buried treasure somewhere on the internet. But that's, um, that's what this is giving, and I just think they need to give more
0: if they are living in this day and age and want us to be excited about this show. Well, that's why I think Sammy's back. Totally. So I—I I think. I mean, I'm coming back to watch the show, and I haven't in years, so I'm very on board. I wanted to read a piece of the um, press release. MTV announced that Jersey's are back this summer with Jersey Shore Family Vacation, making its highly anticipated return on Thursday, August 3rd, after a shocking first half of the season. Oh God, so this is a mid-season premiere. Everyone's favorite Shore Family is back to heat things up for the first time in 11 years. Original cast member, Sammy Sweetheart, reunites with her housemates in true Shore fashion. What's a family trip without a little or a lot of drama? Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Plus, things are gaun- bound to get a little messy when Mike reveals he's been talking to Sammy's infamous ex, Ronnie, obviously. Okay, So we're going to get to the Ronnie and Sammy of it all. But first, we wanted to kind of like talk about some more lighthearted stuff. So season one, you watched season one. You're a Jersey yes. girl. Yes, of course. It took New Jersey by
1: storm. I, well, because I was like a junior in high school. And it's weird because, because it was Jersey Shore and we were in New Jersey. Everyone was just really embracing their... Jersey Shore culture like people would buy the um what were they called like the little tank tops that you buy on the boardwalk at the Jersey Shore that would have GTL on them or like would say like Vinnie
0: Paulie the situation yeah. um Wait, my son literally just wore a GTL shirt the other day. I love that for him. Okay, It's so cute in like 3T. (laughs) It's so cute. No, my friend got it for her daughter and my son. It was really cute.
1: Yeah, and it's just like we were kids in high school who just like, okay, yeah, there'd be like parties in high school and stuff, but we didn't really know like what drinking and partying really was fully, but we Mm -hmm. would like pretend we wouldn't be like, and we would like go to like fucking Sweet Sixteens and be like, yeah, fist bumping like champs because it just like took over.
0: The culture so much. It was crazy. I did a little bit of digging on the internet and found some interesting things that I know the series very, very well. And there was a lot of stuff I didn't Mm -hmm. know, so... I think you guys will be interested in this. So the cast actually filmed season one in 30 days and they didn't get paid. They became the number one show on MTV and they were not paid for it. Negotiations started happening in season two. Like we say, we sit there and say like, oh, that's like so crazy. Like that they wouldn't get paid because they're
1: the number one show. But it's like, it's crazy to me that that's still happening. Literally people go on The Bachelor and don't get paid. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of conversations right now about reality TV and like I don't know have you followed Bethany Frankel trying to like yeah. start the union um mm-hmm. in
0: accordance to like the writer strike and the SAG strike. Well, I while researching money and stuff, so they weren't paid for season 1, then obviously negotiations started happening for season 2 and 3. Snooky, Mike and Paulie were considered the breakout stars. Which Mm -hmm. I think is like, I get it. I think at the time they were maybe the most memorable names and faces. So basically they were paid more than everyone else. But I think the salary discrepancy is a little unfair given the fact that like Sam and Ron, despite being like smaller characters, carried the show in the sense of drama they brought the drama every single episode so it's weird to see like these numbers are astounding so we're talking by the end of the sixth season snooki mike and polly are earning 150k an episode like an episode i can't even fucking wrap my head around that there's also rumored to be a sign-on bonus rumored to be 400k and end of season bonuses as well depending on like how the season went Mm. Jenny earning a, just a measly $100,000 per episode for, like, by the end of the series.
1: Well, so it's $100,000 versus 150000 That's not that crazy difference. But I I
0: guess that, I mean, are you kidding?
1: Yeah, but, sh- like, I don't even know who Jenny is, really. So, wow like, Oh, 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 oh. I thought...
0: I was thinking, like, who the fuck is Jenny? I only really know who it is For her, I actually am more concerned with her being so much more than the rest of them. So she's reportedly by the end making 100K an episode. Vinny's making 90K an episode. Like who made up the 10K difference there? Like what, like who came up with that number? It seems so weird. Sammy and Ron got the same, each making 80K per episode. And then Dina who only came on season three. So I guess this warrants her lesser salary was only Mm -hmm. making 40K an episode. That's still an insane amount, but like she literally carried the entire sixth season because Snooki was pregnant, Sam and Ron were in like a committed relationship. There were other, like Jenny was um, in a serious relationship. Like there was just no one making
1: drama. Yeah, but the what was there a season to be made for season six of the Jersey Shore? Like, no. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you can do Jersey Shore without Dina. Sorry, Dina. <gasps> sorry. No, you, can, you absolutely cannot. You cannot. But you like, can. okay, you're saying she carried season six. I'm assuming since it was the last season, it did not do well and people did not like it.
0: Okay. Go ahead and admit, go ahead and admit that you, your level of fandom...
1: Well, so I've only watched season one of Jersey Shore when it first came out. Obviously, it was a cultural phenom- a cultural reset, some might say. And then I watched the Italy episodes a little bit, but then I was like, this is dumb. Oh, my God. And I never went back. Like, I okay. am, I'm not like as committed as I know you are to Jersey Shore. Well, yeah,
0: I think you need to just like respectfully educate yourself on Dina Nicole. Can you touch your toes? Yeah.
1: Can you set your butt?
0: She's a blast in a glass. No, I like
1: her. I didn't say I didn't like her, but I'm just saying like when we're talking about salaries and who really like you, if you're going to make a show that's called the Jersey Shore, there are certain people like you need Snooki. You need Mike, the situation. Otherwise I'm like, you can't call it Jersey Shore. I don't think you need Dina to call it Jersey Shore.
0: Do though, God. She was like, (laughs) oh, she is beauty. She is grace. It must be hard to join a show season three with a cast that has been so bonded for the first two seasons. Yeah. Funny though, when I was doing my research, Dina actually auditioned for season one. I thought that was so crazy. But like, what are the odds that you audition for a show, your friend makes it because she was friends with Snooki, she sees mm-hmm. it become this like crazy phenomenon making millions of dollars and that could have been you. And then just so happens a-, a spot opens up and you get to go on.
1: Well, I don't think it like just so happened.
0: Like after she
1: auditioned, they were probably like, "Ooh, this girl's good." But like, do we need two little meatballs? Like, no, we only need one Snooki. So then they brought her on. After they call yeah, themselves meatballs, right? That's
0: yes. not like mean to say. No, no, I'm just they making have um, a joke. They have a podcast called The Meatball Pod. But no, right, okay. the only reason why Dina was able to come on is because Angelina, like, she replaced Angelina. Right. If that didn't happen, I don't know if they would have called Dina oh i want to talk about while we're talking about season one i want to talk about nicknames i think that's something that helped the show pick up speed but i always found it so weird because if you are like a diehard fan of the show you know that in season one angelina's nickname was Jolie, which is obviously like a fake nickname that she tried to push it and it just never stuck so that like mm-hmm. they just like gave up on that like and there's some scenes where she's like working at the t-shirt shop And Danny, the boss is like, Jolie, what are you doing? Get over here. Like they really tried. Do
1: you think they were just trying to copy the fact that like Snooki and Mike, the situation had nicknames and they're like, oh,
0: everyone needs a nickname. So let's try out Jolie. Right, right. no, here's the thing. Before they even knew about Snooki and situation having nicknames it set it on the application. So when I, Snooki told Vulture Mm -hmm. um she didn't go by the nickname snooki prior to the show she listed it on her application because her friend told her to as a joke and she said oh shit now it's stuck i wish i put something else like she made it up apparently it's that character from some movie but she was never called she was never called snooki prior to
1: she understood the assignment of coming in as a big personality right Love that for her.
0: So Mike, on the other hand, his nickname actually was the situation coming in. So I guess they kind of liked him for that. We found a clip of Mike explaining that how the situation nickname came to be. And he admitted that he was, quote, probably on ecstasy when this nickname came to be. In celebration of getting signed to a modeling agency, I went out to a club. I was shredded. Mm -hmm. I was probably on MDMA or ecstasy. Um, at the club, down at the shore mm-hmm. and, um, a, uh, a girl and her boyfriend, uh, they were holding hands and they walked in the club and they saw me and the girl's like, holy shit, honey, look at that. That's a situation right there. Her and boyfriend is there? The boy, she's holding the boyfriend's hand. Oh and I was like, damn, I was like, that's an amazing story. I'm like, but the real situation is this. And I pointed to my apps. So they, cool. he had a, he had a real story and nickname prior to going on the show. But so, like Vinny didn't need a nickname, Ronnie didn't need a nickname. Polly D is really just his his name. Yeah, but he's DJ Polly D. That's how I always think of him. Oh, okay. And then right. oh, Jay Wow. Jay Wow has an actual real nickname that when I was like looking stuff up, apparently people would like see her out in the club and be like Jenny, wow. That it just oh. like smushed it together and it was Jay Wow. She's so smokin'.
1: I wonder why they thought nicknames would be so important to the casting process. Cause it's like not, in theory, but it was. Cause it like they really stuck. I feel like it it did help.
0: It helped, like, I don't know, Snooky Wow situation. Right, did they just want to find like...
1: people that are called like crazy things that are not real names, just so that it makes it does make the show sound more outrageous when you're like Oh, look at what Snooki did, as opposed to, like, look at what Nicole did.
0: Totally. Like, if you, right, if you were saying, if it was Nicole, Jenny, and Mike, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound nearly as, and, like, now we know them as their real names, and I sure. think less people call them those nicknames. But I think when we were first learning who they were, I think it I think it helped. So whoever totally. thought to put that on the application, kudos. I know the amount of, like, jokes
1: I feel like that were made at the time of, like, old people being, like, oh, what's a Snooki? Like... Yeah. It just, aw, good times. I'm like, I know. really like going
0: down memory lane right now. Every time my husband and I watch the show, he's like, no one fucking called Sammy, Sammy Sweetheart. I think it's a really cute name now and she's done so much with like putting mm-hmm. Sweetheart in her brand. And, but like, I don't know if people were really like Sammy Sweetheart, like in high school.
1: Fun fact, she went to um, my friend's college and played soccer there. Which one? William okay. Patterson in New Jersey. Did they call her Sweetheart? I don't know. I would have to do some research. But the thing the thing that was, I think, cool about all of these people is that they like like we could ask people. I could ask people in New Jersey of like, oh, you knew Sammy Sweetheart, you went to William Patterson, like what was she like, blah blah. It was cool because mm-hmm. they're they're all so accessible. You know what I mean? Like they really were just normal people. So yes, I'll have to do some digging and some research. If anyone went to William Patterson University with Sammy Sweetheart, let a girl know how mm-hmm. she was at soccer. But it's just, it's interesting, like, they really were so close. They were so close and yet so far. Speaking of Sammy. Yeah, let's get into the Ron and Sam of it all, because I feel like that's really, like, the meat and potatoes of this new season, even, that's coming back. Like, they're really building it off the back of, like, what their relationship was throughout the course of, like, seasons one through four. Or when when did they break up?
0: They dated the whole fucking series. They, oh. So we're going to actually get into why Sam and Ron broke up. So they were dating on and off throughout the entire series and they left season six together and then they broke up after. So we're going to oh. get into why they broke up and we're going to get into some of the darker stuff, specifically like the ins and outs of their toxic relationship, what Ron has been accused of, that's pretty dark, and how I think... MTV may have been able to get Sam back on the show despite her avoiding it for over a decade. So let's get into all of that. Never fall in love at the Jersey Shore. Okay, cutting you off there, but you can get the rest of this episode by going to patreon.com slash she's all batch. I'll make sure to put the link in the episode description of this episode so you can go right to it. Plus, while you're there, you'll get access to all of our bonus episodes, including Alumni Bachelor Encounters, Bachelor Blinds Part 1 and 2, Fantasy Suite Confessions, so many good episodes there, and our full video interviews with people like Sean Booth, Susie Evans, Andrew Spencer, so many people. You're going to love it. Even if you just go to patreon.com slash batch and just see what there is to offer. Like, it can't hurt. You have a few minutes, right? Why don't we go together? I'll see you there. Okay. Bye, bitches.